Kind of sick. I don't know. I can't figure out if I am. I'm Zane. Hi. I'm assessing your face for like asymmetry in case you did have a stroke. He is fine. Okay, good. What are the symptoms again? What's like the... Uh, face, the... arm, speech, and then time. Fast. Yep. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I wish I wish they went time first and it was T-fast. Like... T-fast. <laughs> T-fast. Remember, T-fast, everybody. So, um, that, welcome, yeah, I was going to say welcome to your weekly stroke seminar on how to deal with strokes. Um, but yeah, no, I feel very weird, man. Like, I'm having this cup of tea right now, but it's but it tastes a bit strange because I just had a bunch of mouthwash because I thought I'd do you the courtesy of having mouthwash before speaking at you because I went to sleep for a bit. Oh, okay. Because that I was, was so very tired. considerate of you. I just ate a whole bunch of laments. I'm good to go. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be, like, talking at this guy. And he's just like, man, his breath fucking reeks. But now I'm thinking, I'm thinking, damn, this guy's breath is minty fresh. <laughs> I was like, I can't concentrate on talking about games. It's too minty. It's minty overload. Like, you know when you, like, just, like, take the first bite of, like, Airways chewing gum? <laughs> that kind of minty. Yeah, because you know when it's like it's so minty, it starts to like reach your brain really quickly. Hits your brain. It hits your brain, and you're like, "Oh no, what have I done? This is too much. This is overbearing." Do you know what we should make? Wasabi chewing gum for people who want it, the taste of airways, but wasabi. Would that? That would be a niche, but I feel like it would take off quite well. In like, yeah, I think it'd be like a YouTube challenge for like, <laughs> like hot wings, basically. yeah, hot ones or whatever it's called. So we go, we basically make people have wasabi chewing gum and see how long they can chew and answer questions from us. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. That would be really good. It'll be another invention by the Western world that the Japanese would be like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, stop taking our culture and like just bastardizing it with your stupid way." Wasabi chewing gum, <laughs> wasabi chewing gum, motherfuckers. <laughs> we need to train more this idea quickly. I mean, we did just say it on a podcast that's going to go live, like, maybe tonight, so... I'll get on that now. I was about to say, I don't know how quickly you could trademark something and how much you have to pay for it, but I feel like you should probably be a bit quick. Working on it. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to be back, everybody. Uh, we had a, a, a little bit of a break, I think. It's been, what, a week and a half? Yeah, about a week and a half, I think. Yeah, we've been, we've been busy, I've been doing shows, Amrick's been working, so yeah, it's been it's been a busy time and we're approaching Christmas. And you know what it is, ladies and gentlemen, when we approach that Christmas time, there is no better time than to buy an anchor piece of equipment for your, for your loved one. I feel like if I plug them in advance and they'd be like, oh wait, this guy's really good at sponsoring, we should actually sponsor their show. Yeah, do you like your loved one staying in power, staying charged? <laughs> Staying in power. Staying in power. That's <laughs> like the queen. Don't you, don't you hate when your loved ones die? <laughs> yeah. If you had an anchor power port, power port with five ports, then maybe your grandma would have survived cancer. Possibly. I mean, I mean, that's what the queen needs. Just like anchor power port. Just to charge her back up. <laughs> the queen needs a power bank to keep her going. 
So if we look at the standard application for a trademark, it's about £170, which is not as much as I'm willing to... Sp- I don't know. We could be very successful. We could make that money back, like, fucking a thousandfold. You could make that money back very quickly. Like, oh, yeah. Wasabi chewing them is one of those things. I feel like if we if we made it a thing... I don't know how to engineer it. That's my problem. Like, I don't actually know the engineering of chewing them. I mean, I was just going to, like, hollow out an airway and just, like, <laughs> put loads of Wasabi in the center. I feel like, like... Chew this. I feel like airways will definitely sue us when they figure out that it's... They're chewing them. I might. I don't know. I'll think of something. <laughs> you gotta holler out an airwave. I feel like the, the amount no of time you put into it, <laughs> the amount of time you put into it, would definitely not be in worth the money. You say that <laughs> when people come across my individually wrapped airwaves, go full of wasabi, they'll be going nuts to finally like siphon wasabi into each and every little chewing gum and then what soldering it back together with what i assume to be like more wasabi more wasabi yeah sticky wasabi wasabi sticky isn't it it's more like a paste okay it's like spinach paste kind of thing right or is it yeah. just chili paste it's, it's like a like a root that's been like i think it's a root <laughs> Anyway. anyway, is wasabi one of those things that like is so hot it can kind of give you instant diarrhea, or is that? No, it's. Uh, I wouldn't. It's it's such a weird kind of taste to describe. It's almost like it's so pungent and it just clears out your sinus sinuses. That's what wasabi looks like. It's like a root. It looks like a pineapple. It's like a almost like a kind of radishy looking thing. It looks like a pineapple on a diet. Yeah, it looks like a very upset pineapple. <laughs> yeah, apparently quite expensive if you. Is it's it only from Japan? Say fresh wasabi root, £92. Jeez. I feel like we won't make our money back with Select the chewing gum. option. For two roots, it's about £92. I mean, we could probably make a lot of chewing gum with two roots. You'd think so, right? Yeah. Because you, you crush it up into the paste and stuff, isn't yeah. it? And then you, 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 know, you, you put a little bit of baking powder in there to feel like, just add a bit more weight to it kind mm. of thing, like they do with cocaine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we got this. We got this, like, we can make this a thing. The train of ambivalence's own chewing gum. Buy from our Red Bubble shop. The train of ambivalence. <laughs> the train of amchuulence. The train of definitely not ripping off airwaves-lence. I like the sound of that. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. I feel like airwaves are not going to be happy with it being in the title, but fuck him. That's what they least expect. What if they sponsor us? <laughs> Well, like, we get one day, we get an email from, like, Airwaves' uh, marketing rep or whatever it is, the relationship manager, and they're like, hey, train of ambivalence, Zane and Amrick, I listened to all the episodes except the very last one you you put out, and Airwaves is a big fan of your content. And then he he's like, so here's a contract and sign it by next week. And then we take ages to sign it for some reason. And then the next week... Because that would be typical us as well. That would be very typical us. And then, and then he's like, so in that time that it took you to sign this contract, I just listened to your last episode... And guys, what the fuck? Yeah, guys, what the fuck? We, we feel betrayed. Us as Airways, we're a wholesome company. Yeah. And also, we're going to steal your idea. Yeah. I was, I was hoping it's going to end up like, we love the idea so much, we're going to like adopt you into the Airways family. <laughs> is it A is for Amrik, A is for Airwaves. Exactly. I feel like I'm now the one who gets left like, Yeah, you become the face of Airwaves, and I'm just like left in the lurches. Like, I become like the, the crazy conspiracy theorist one who's like, oh, you took my best friend, and I'm gonna. <laughs> it's even better if it's just Airwaves. A is for Amrik. Zzz. Airwaves. 
It's like, I feel, uh, it's a customer, customers are just like, man, I really don't like airwaves ever, ever, ever since they put that Z at the end. It just feels so redundant. It feels so cheap. <laughs> it feels so cheap. It feels so redundant. And like, it makes me think that the chewing gum itself is cheap and redundant. Sounds about right. And also now wasabi's in everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything I love has wasabi in it. That would be some shit. What would we say? Would you rather, okay, let's play a game of would you rather. So it's like, uh, would you rather... Um, every time you go to the toilet, you, you have to like sit on the toilet backwards or would you rather that everything you eat and love tastes like wasabi? Well, let's sit on the toilet backwards. You sit on the toilet backwards, but... You've got like a nice little table there for you as well. You can rest your arms on. Oh, you mean the back thing? Yeah. The back thing, yeah. Okay, what about when you, when you go to the toilet though, like that, it's like excruciating agony. I don't know. Probably not then. <laughs> and also, Why would there be excruciating agony? Because you also have like irritable bowels. Okay. And and you have colitis. So it's excruciating agony and I have to sit in the toilet backwards or wasabi and everything. Or everything tastes like wasabi, no matter what it is. So even when you want like a cool, refreshing ice cream or a or a cool, refreshing Pepsi Max. Probably the agony. Everything tastes like wasabi. I know, because I really like my food and my drinks, so like I've got to be able to have the taste. But then you would be living in fear of going for a shit. Yeah. Because I feel like that's also a part of it, because you, you wouldn't really be able to... In- you know what I mean? Like, you enjoy your food, so that's the reason why you're going with the food option. But you won't ever really enjoy your food knowing that it could give you that pain, like, if you do eat. Yeah, it's a small price to pay. Well, it's quite a big price to pay. I was about to say, it's a very big price to pay. But I, I think I'm firm with my decision. That's fair enough that, you know, you're a man of morals and principles. Oh, yeah. So should we talk about gaming? Let's talk about gaming. <laughs> or are we going to cover that's news to me? Yeah, well, that's news to me, ladies and gentlemen. That segment that we've always had as as called well, that's news to me. And it's definitely not something that we just came up with last time. <laughs> Shall we? What have you got for us? That could be used to me. Oh, um, so apparently PlayStation are rumoured to be bringing out their own sort of Game Pass equivalent. That's cool. Well, that's that's news to me. That is very much news to me. I did not know that at all. (laughs) So so for people familiar with the PlayStation brand at the moment, you've got PS Plus, which is there for if you want to play online and you get all the extra games per month. Um, And I say all the extra games, you get like three games a month. And a lot of the time they're like free to play games and you're like, what the fuck is this? I could download that myself anyway. But, uh, yeah, you get you get that, and then you also get PlayStation Now, which is kind of like their Netflix for games kind of thing, where you can stream games from the PS2, PS3, and um, download and stream PS4 games as well. And okay. <clears throat> it's good for keeping up if you want to, like, if you've got, like, a, a bunch of games that you want to give a go, but you don't want to buy. Mm-hmm. So it's how I played Judgment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I downloaded Judgment off of it. I've downloaded uh, a few games. Mm. But it's also a case of, like, I, I... A lot of the times, it stops me from buying that game because mm-hmm. I've played it, and I'm like, yeah, it's probably not something I actually want to go ahead and play. Oh, fair it is. But it's, it's, a good, it's a good way to test it. But what they're basically doing is saying they want to... Um, well, I don't know if it's been confirmed or anything, but what they might do is bring something similar to Game Pass. Which, um, are you familiar with Xbox Game Pass? So, Xbox Game, <laughs> Xbox Game Pass, uh, they give you, like, new Xbox or Microsoft titles on release. 
Okay. Uh, as well as like a as I said a back a back catalogue of games that you can choose and play whenever you want. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a really decent value for money, and people always talk about why that's like that's what tips Xbox to be better, um, in terms of the two consoles and like what they offer. Well, fair do. So it kind of really kind of levels the playing field. It really does. So it'd be interesting to see if the PlayStation actually actually do anything with it. Mm. That'd be interesting. Do you think it's something you'd go for? Maybe. I've already got both of PS Plus and PS Now. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Because they weren't really cheap. Like both of, PS Now went from like a hundred and something pounds a year to like less than thirty pounds a year. Because I'm assuming people just weren't subscribing. Mm. And you make that you make that value back quite quickly, especially if you get you're downloading like. First party or just new PS4 yeah, You're games. definitely going. I think the only real constraint is how much space you end up having on your actual console to manage these. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of, like, deleting, chopping and changing that goes yeah, on with imagine. owning a PS5 in general. So, yeah, this just adds to the problem. Mm, fair news. Mm. I wonder, I'm, it'll be interesting to see what they come out. Have they mentioned a price point for these at all? Nothing still, as of yet. Still early days. Yeah, still early days. Like, I, they haven't actually officially announced anything. It's just it came out the other day. In a, like a Bloomberg report, you know okay. that Jason Schreier. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, he reported on it, so he's usually pretty trustworthy, from what I understand. Mm, and every time I read the word Bloomberg, I think of that Simpsons where it's like, no, boom, they're saying Boomberg, Boomberg. Oh, they mean Boomers. Yeah, but it's um, it's when you know when uh, Bloomberg ran for president. And oh yeah. They, 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 they had little clips at yeah, the end. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, are they saying boo? No, they're saying boom bag. That's fucking brilliant. But uh, yeah, uh, what about, have you got a news for me? Um, Animal Crossing glitch turns villagers into nudists. What? Yep. What? <laughs> yep. Which ones? So in New Horizon, um, basically the <laughs> DLC has introduced more risque conduct. Huh? For continuity. <laughs> Who asked for this? <laughs> it, just, it just happened. <laughs> there was it, it's just a bug and like now everyone's naked <laughs> and they're like the only clothed one they're all just naked yeah, they're, they're naked. all just naked but like they're just animals they're animals they're just they're literally just animals I mean yeah <laughs> no but like you know what I mean they're, they're <laughs> literally <laughs> look how worried that villager <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this it's quite, that is quite incredible. It's like a, a really rotten hack that somebody put into the game. It's fucking funny, though. <laughs> that is really it's just like a wholesome game, <laughs> and then, like, everyone's naked. <laughs> it doesn't happen to the villager, does it? No, 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 the villager stays closed. It's just everyone else. <laughs> does it happen to, like, Isabel and Tominok as well? I reckon so. Wow. It must do. That is something else. Yeah, that's not something... No. That's not something you really want to see until you see it, and then you find it really funny. It's fucking hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> it's, so funny. it's like the last thing you expect. <laughs> Those animals just like strutting around <laughs> naked. I might have to like boot up my game again. <laughs> oh, see, oh, sexy, sexy animals. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Well, have you got anything else? Um, I don't just have, as of yet. What about you? Anything? I'm still kind of logging. <laughs> There's a Mother 4 fan game coming out. A Mother 4 fan game? So what, does it take place after Mother 3? Basically, yeah. It's basically a fan-made indie game mm. that um, will eventually come out on PC. Really early development, but they did release a um, trailer which looked really, really cute. Mm. And they could have a look at the, the art style. It quite kept quite a similar art style. That just looks like a bastardised Lucas. It really does. <laughs> it really does. 
But yeah, it looks quite interesting so far. I did watch the um, the trailer during one of our night shifts, and it does look quite cute and interesting. They've done quite well with like keeping like a quirky kind of dialogue. Mm. The um, set scenery settings are quite good. The music is actually also very very good as well, and very much keeping in tone with the overall kind of mother theme. Yeah, very good so far. It looks quite promising. Ah, that is that is really interesting. Um, so I guess that means that they're they're kind of like continuing on the canon from the ending of Mother Three. I mean, there's not really a canon in other games, are there? No, not very much. They're all pretty self-contained. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Game Awards is coming up. Oh yeah. Yes, the Game Awards is coming up. And What's the date on that one? Uh, I believe it's the tenth of December, so that's only in a few days. Oh damn! Yeah, that's in like. It's uh, Friday. Four days. Yeah. So there are a bunch of contenders for Game of the Year and most. So one of the more confusing categories I've seen is uh, most anticipated game of the year because it's like, but that's not of this year. That's yeah, something next, next year. year. So that's, that's very very strange. They should really remedy that. <laughs> but uh, who's up for Game of the Year? <laughs> the actual Game of the Year. I am just quickly googling. <laughs> so the nominations are. Just taking a look. <laughs> so, there we go. I like how you go to an article and it tells you everything but the information you but want. But the information is exactly you've got to look what through the entire thing. It, That's the only downside of this segment. <laughs> um. So. Here we go. It's the game of the year. We've got Deathloop. Okay. It Takes Two. Okay. I don't know what that is. Me neither. Uh, Metroid Dread. Okay. Uh, Psychonauts 2. Okay. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Okay. And Resident Evil Village. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, then on... I don't know. So, okay. So, this kind of confuses me, right? So, there's like, for example, best... Uh, Best role-playing game is like Cyberpunk 2077 is up for it, and it's like, eh. But even Shin Megami Tensei Five, it's confusing. Like, who actually makes these categories? <laughs> yeah, because some of them you would not be like, that shouldn't be there. Last year, Jump Force was on one, I'm pretty sure. And I think it's because people trolled it, and they yeah. nominated Jump Force, like, as a troll. Oh, Jump Force. God bless you. You know that they stopped supporting it recently? Yes, I've, I've seen that, and it's probably about time. <laughs> it's about time, yeah. I'm surprised it lasted this long. Yeah, somebody needs to put a stop to that shit. That was not a game I was like... That was one of those games that I started up, and I played maybe, like, the tutorial, and then it's as soon as I realised that the, the the menu was you have to, like, walk around this giant hub world. Yep, and I was so like, annoying. And I was like, fuck this. Yep. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not playing this game. I hate this bullshit of, like, walking around to just get to the next mission. Yeah, it was so tedious. I mean, like, the trailers for that looked so badass, and then it was just so disappointing. But they, you know what, these anime games, they kind of have, like, a... Did we talk about this last time? Possibly. They kind of have, like, a one-in-two track record, don't they? Yeah, very much so. So, damn shame. It's such a great idea, but it's just so poorly executed. Yeah, it really is. Um, what else have you got? Um, so, I've got... To be honest, I'm, like... Really struggling to find any news. That, that's news to me. Barely anything's come out recently, is it? In yeah. terms of news. Yeah, very much so. I'm not getting much at all. No. Uh, well, I guess that's a okay enough place to call it then. Yeah, should we just wrap up that's news to me? Because there's not much that was news to me. <laughs> there was not much that was news to me. In fact, a lot of it was just like... I think it wasn't... Really scraping the barrel of news. Yeah. 
I mean, the fact that we talked about the Game Awards contenders mm. kind of, like, sums that up, doesn't it? Very much so. It's not really news, it's just, oh, here you go, here's the Game Awards contenders, and these are the, all, the games which might win awards. I think we really peaked with the Naked Villages. Yeah, we really did. We should have just called it quits. Yeah, we should just... Yeah. Quit, quit when your animals are naked. Oh, of course. <laughs> yes. So should we go into our main segment for this? The main segment, which, to be fair, we, it makes sense that we allocate the most amount of time for this, or even more time for this, because we are doing a quick review, I say quick, a review <laughs> of Pokemon Shining Di- Brilliant Diamond and Shining <laughs> Pearl. Pearl. yeah. Yes. And Superior Whites. Superior Whites as well. And Superior Whites. The, the greatest game. The greatest game of all. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, so how are you finding, so how far in are you? So I have got as far as just about, I'm just about to take down Team Galactic. Okay. I mean, like, when I picked up the game after, like, a weekend away, I played it solidly for, like, almost 20 hours. Hmm. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. So far, like, art style's quite interesting. It is a bit weird when you, like, you zooming up onto, like, little kind of chibi characters. Yeah. But um, aside from that, like I think they've done a really well, well-added remake. What do you think? I've 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 enjoyed it so far. It's pretty much like hitting the same beats as like actual Gen Four did, which is mm. pretty much what I expected. Yeah. But I've I've really enjoyed it. I think you know a lot. What I realized whilst playing it is I know way too much about these games. Like uh, there was one guy in like quite early on in the Galactic Building in Valston where I'm walking to the side and I'm like that guy before the stairs. He has just a he has a Cadabra. And then I literally went and spoke to him, and he's got he's trying to fight me with a Kadabra. Yeah, it's it's weird how much like I found I've remembered from like the previous games. I could probably play that game like maybe two or three times, but we're talking like not within the last ten years. Yeah, but like I've remembered a ridiculous amount of like who has what and what's coming up next. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very strange. It is really strange. Uh, Gen Four was quite memorable in general for for me. Hmm. So. And I've, I've, I have revisited it, like, two, three times, as you said. Yeah. So it wasn't that long ago that, that I did. I think the last time I played it was, like, 2017. Mm. How do you think it holds up? I think it's good. I generally think it's a pretty good generation, and uh, the I think this remake only kind of improves it, to be honest. Yeah, like, I think so. Things, first of all, things are a lot faster. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Like, oh, my God, the original Gen 4 is so fucking slow, yeah. man. You'd be sitting there, like, waiting for your game for to save, for, like, a good three minutes. Waiting for your game to save for it is like saving a lot of data, and then you're just like, oh no, it's a lot of data. It's gonna take forever. Very and, much, yeah. And then there's uh, ugh, the movement speed in the original, and surfing in the original, and the health bars in the original. It was all so slow. It really was. And at least now you've got the the modern day like the modern day versions of those where everything's a lot faster. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you surf across water, and you're like fucking zipping though. Yeah, basically, or. Uh, or you're automatically running everywhere, yeah, which is pretty great. Although which is I, pretty good. I'm still holding B. It's it's hard to break out of that habit. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and then there's also the the oh god the health bars. They you know, have you ever noticed like certain moves they just drain the health bar so ridiculously quickly yep. like uh, aerial ace. Yep, it's just straight away. Yep. It makes it look like a one hit kill. It's pretty much instantaneous. Like disappears. It's quite incredible. It's it's a very satisfying sight. Yeah, but um, so so. In terms of your like history with Gen Four, so how how do you find? Because you got you got, um, Shining Pearl, yeah, on purpose because you had the original Pearl. Yeah, because I had the original Pearl. Yeah, mainly so. because I was the only one in stocking game when I went that day to get it. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, that was my first ever Pokemon game because hmm. I didn't play any at all on like the GBM. My parents just didn't let me buy any of those games. 
don't know why. I guess they just didn't like. They didn't let you buy any. Well, yeah, because like I had um, Super Mario Bros. Advance two, so- uh, like a couple of Sonic games, and then my sisters bought like Harry Potter, which was fucking shit. <laughs> um, and then that was about it. I'd like after that, after, after completing, like I spent my all my time playing Super Mario Advance, and I played completed that like fucking ten times. <laughs> and then my parents didn't really want let me get any of the games because based as as pretty much like distracted from like my schoolwork as hard as it was. Yeah. So yeah, I just wasn't allowed any of the kids. That's weird because like most people around that age, most people like around our age at that time were told like you're not allowed to buy GTA, mm-hmm. and you were told you're not no, allowed to play Pokemon. I think like I, I that's that's quite funny though because my parents actually bought me GTA when I was in year five. <laughs> my mum went to JJB and bought it for me. That's amazing. Yeah, that was great. Did you San Andreas? Yep, San Andreas. That's so fucking strange. Yeah, that's my first GTA game, <laughs> which was great. I was so fucking shit at it though. <laughs> yeah. What was your original question? <laughs> uh, how does how does Pearl how, how does this Pearl how, hold up compared to Old World? Well, it's it's really weird because like I said, it's my first ever Pokemon game, which I think was my main point before I got distracted. Yeah. And so like I really kind of hold that in a special place, but I think they've done a really really good job in making like a really faithful and faithful remaster, like you said, with so many quality improvements that really resonate quite well mm-hmm. with the game. Don't you think? Yeah. I I mean, first of all. I think like one of the biggest changes they made is that HMs are now not Pokemon moves. You can you can just that is pretty damn sweet. You can just call summon like a wild yeah. an animal to do your bidding, which I yeah. like the yeah, concept of. You can like press R and you get your Poketch up, and you can use either use that to um, use your HM moves, or yeah. you can just interact with the surroundings to do the HM moves. So it's like quite well thought out. I think so. Yeah, there are certain bits which kind of annoyed me. Like I feel like the the Poketch interface is just a bit. Irritating. Yeah, but then again, I'm not sure how else they would have employed it, to be honest. I mean, they could have just added it to the X button, but I think that would have complicated things a bit more. They could have have made it a menu instead of a fucking touchscreen, because I find it's just really clunky. Yeah. When you're trying to, you're trying to, not even a touchscreen, because it's like you you have to go and bring it up and then bring it up to the full screen and then move the cursor really slowly to select your option. It's like, ah, I hate this. I mean, it's not so bad if you're playing handhold because you can just move your thumb to press it, but then you get as much as on the screen. And if you're playing docked, it's like you said, it's just like a massive bollock. Laborious. But, uh, I, I think if you, like, what, if they map it to, say, X, hmm. and then it just brings up a menu saying, like, what what do you want, yeah. basically, I think it would have worked a bit better. Yeah, definitely. But other than that, I think that's probably, like, one of the main issues I've had with the game. Hmm. I've, I've had a couple of, like, what the fuck. Uh, I think uh, TMs is a big one for me. Hmm. So That they break now? Or? Yes, that they break now. So my, my issue is, uh, in the original, the um, I think Gen... Four. Gen 5 would have been the last time TMs were... Actually, no. No, uh, I think... I think Gen 6 is? I don't, I don't know. I only played up to Gen 5 huh. on when it came on DS. I don't remember, but... You know, TMs being disposable items were... It, it, it's not something that I, I missed, so I'm not um, over the moon that they brought it back. <laughs> Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? I'm just trying to look at when TMs became non-disposable. Disposable. But it's irritating because there's a lot of items in this game that you can't now... You can't just, like, easily get in terms of the, the TMs, and it's kind of frustrating in that sense. So it was six onwards. Six onwards, cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's about right. I mean, it's difficult when you get so used to them not being disposable. Yeah, because then you can teach whatever you want, Earthquake, you know? Yeah. And, like, 
Earthquake isn't one of the moves you can just buy in this. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, so I remember, like, in Diamond and Pearl, like, if you go to the Great Lakes and surf around it, you can find, like, f- um, Flamethrower, yeah. Thunderbolt, and I'm sure Earthquake as well. Was it Blizzard? I think... Or Ice Beam. Ice Beam, because yeah. uh, Earthquake you get in that gi- Gibble Cave. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's different in Platinum, isn't it? Because mm. yeah, I know in Platinum you got the Fuego... Ironworks, and that's where you get flamethrower, fl- flamethrower, flamethrower, which is where you <laughs> flamethrower, which is where you get it in this game. Mm. But there's no point because you can also buy it. So you do all the puzzle. Oh yeah. Just to get a TM, which you can already buy for like one thousand. Yeah, it's kind of stupid in that mm. sense. But I, I just feel like you know you get as used to playing a certain way and yeah, TMs being non-disposable were pretty fucking sick. Because because I don't know about you, but like I hesitate to use them. Yeah, you do now. You really gotta like think who you want to teach what, and when you when, considering this game has like the XP share ability mm. as well, where everything gets experience, you want to switch out your team as much as possible, just so things don't don't get over leveled. Yeah. But then you're kind of stuck when certain Pokemon don't learn like a powerful enough moveset, that if you're trying to swap things out, you end up with like a really shit team. Yeah. And you're trying to level them up, but it's a bit of a struggle. It's so stupid. It's like so for so for example, uh, I got a Gengar. And Gengar is Poison Ghost, right? Mm-hmm. And I got the TM really recently for Sludge Bomb. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I could teach it to Gengar, but what if I find a better Poison? Like, you know what I mean? It's mm. You have it in the back of your mind. Should I waste it on this one? No, that's a very good point. And it's a difficult choice to make. It's, it's a difficult choice. I was like, oh, I didn't need this goddamn tension back in my life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, one thing I did really love about this game is the fact that you're able to use utilize your box from anywhere you goddamn want. Yeah, because that was the that was brought in from Let's Go, wasn't it? Yeah. Only it's less broken than Let's Go because yeah. Let's Go you could do that in like the Elite Four room. Yeah, it, it's quite an incredible. Um, we never know. You might be able to do this in Elite Four. I mean, that's a very good point. You can't um, do it in gyms. You can't do it in gyms. No, you can't do it in gyms. So no, I'm you ass- can't do it in gyms, can you? No. So I'm assuming it translates yeah, to it the Elite Four. Yeah, translate to. But yeah, having be able to access your box on the fly is like revolutionary, and it's such a game changer. It's great for. It's great for just like when you're in the wild mm. and you're getting through a longer area. And I know a part of the the a part of like the challenge in the original or the original Pokemon games in general is that you 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 kind of have to like expend your resources to mm. get through the uh, the more challenging areas. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I've made it to the end. Now I get the Pokemon Center. Whereas now, if you can just switch Pokemon out on the fly in your box, you essentially have endless supplies of Pokemon. Yeah, very much. And my box of gibbles. Yeah, my box. Yeah, your box of gibbles. Exactly. They all just become meat shields for. Mm, yep. But it's just so much more convenient. It really is. Yeah. It really, really is. But, um, anything else you want to add? It's, um, so, so... Because how, how far are you in this game? So I'm at Sunny Shore, so I'm at the very final gym. Oh, right, and then you'll get Waterfall, and then you'll have to go up the victory yeah. road and to the Elite Four. And then get Elite Four. So I actually don't know what is new in this game. Hmm. Because everything so far has been part of the course, what happened in the original. There are, okay, so my other complaint is I feel like they should have remade like yes call it diamond and pearl yeah but bring bring in the added features from platinum because fuck me man like some of the items the items not being there mm. like uh you can get it's like certain gen 4 pokemon that were there in platinum that were brought in from for plat- platinum you now can't get until post game yeah that's a really bit of a ball ache unfortunately it's i mean stupid i mean like you'd really want some of these like amazing like some of those Pokemon that didn't have any of evolutions for like the longest time, so yeah. they suddenly given evolutions. 
which is amazing. And you'd probably want some of these in your team as well, for, especially when you're up against Elite Four. Yeah. But the fact you can't do that, it's a bit, really a bit of a like, damn shame. Because the challenge of the game is all in the gyms in the Elite Four, right? Mm, yeah. And it's like, I get that people, you know, people play competitively and stuff, but like, I don't fuck with that shit. And a lot of people don't, I'm assuming. Yeah. And it's like, you, you kind of want to use like the best version of a team you can. So if I have an Electabuzz, even if it's really good... And it's in my team. I'm gonna have it in the back of my mind that this isn't an electivire, yeah, and it much. could be stronger. Yeah. So I just don't use it. Yeah, that's that's it spot on, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's really unfortunate. I really wish they kind of put more thought into that. The other one is Gliscor because I was I use I always used to get a Gliscor for platinum. It's a really and, good Pokemon. And I didn't realize that it was a it was a platinum introduction. Yeah. Which sucks. It really does. Gliscor and Yan, I think Yanmega and. There's quite a few that they introduced in Platinum to like beef up the Pokedex because yeah. because it was a bit thin in the it original. It really was. It really was. So it's less. There was quite a few. I can't remember the other ones, but Yanmega, Glitzgo, and I think Magmortar, Electivire, and uh, yeah. Rhyperia were all and Dusknoir. Dusknoir, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Dusknoir was one of them as well. It's basically everything that had a normal evolution before, and that was suddenly given like a third stage evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, they they were they were they the were new ones. They were badass, and they make such a great additions to the team as well. They really do, and that's what I'm saying. It, it just sucks that you can't get them until post game unless mm-hmm. you you go through. So I know Electiv- Electivire, for example, you can technically get it in the main game. Oh yeah, but it's you have to chance get. Uh, first of all, so Elekid is like a, a rare summon, a rare yeah. spawn. Yeah. And on top of that rarity, you have to have a you have to have spawned an Elekid that is holding an Electorizer. So it's like you're what, just, what are the odds in that one though? It's quite low. It's really it's it's pretty low if I'm not on mm. if I'm being honest. I can't remember exactly what. But um Huh. Where's my phone? <laughs> oh cool. Nice. I'm just trying to look for the uh Electorizer. What did you think about the soundtrack? Um, I think it's it's good. So, do you know what theme I love the most that Which I just one? fucking adore? And I think I remember it from the original as well. I used to love. It's the theme for the um for the Ace Trainer. Oh yeah, that theme's amazing. I love the Ace Trainers because sometimes they just give me so much shit with the type coverage. They're so this they're easily the most interesting battles in the game. Oh, without a doubt. Like I fucking hate the ones where it's like four Pikachu's in a row. Yeah. Or there is four Magikops in a row. Four Magikops. They're the worst. Yeah. But the guy, yeah, the ace trainers are the best because it's like you don't know what's gonna happen. It's yeah. like so good. I mean, and they pay out the most money as well because ace trainers were like something that was like from the Manaphy movie or something, right? Were they? Yeah, I think they're like the first introduced in like the Manaphy movie. In the movie. Yeah. Huh. And basically, I think they came up into the because that game came led into Pearl basically. Well, that movie led into Pearl. Huh. I diamond. I thought so. Ace trainers is like I just assumed they were the other. Trainers going for like the Pokemon League kind of thing, nice. and that's why they have the coverage. Oh. But yeah, I thought that's really oh, that's like probably one of the best like soundtracks without a doubt. So like, what, the, the the original the Ace Trainer the Ace Trainer one is so good. Um, what did you think about so What did you think about the soundtrack in general? I like there were tracks I really enjoyed. Yeah, and some of them can be a bit hit and miss. Some of them you just like meh. But overall, I thought they were not too bad at all. I thought comparing them to uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, yeah, um, it was quite a bit of a step down because mm. that game that game has probably the best soundtrack in all of Pokemon. 
That's, that game is an amazing soundtrack. Does it? Because it's remastered versions, it's like obviously redone versions of an already good soundtrack, mm. and um, the new instrumentation stuff is so, so good. That's cool. Whereas uh, in this, it's like nothing... There, there aren't too many places which genuinely catch my yeah. catch my notice, which, uh, you know, it's a Pokemon game, so it's not going to have, like, the best of the best music. No, that's true. To be honest, I think I might actually give, like, Omega or Alpha a go at some point. They're really good. I think mm. they might be the best remakes. Mm. Like, I know I know Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver, I'll live and die by, but not having... Not having the experience share work the way it does now yeah. is such a ball leak when you go back. It really is. It's, it's hard to go back to that. It's hard to go back to it being like a one Pokemon grinding per per turn kind of yeah. thing. It sucks. It's like, ah, so it was, I just want everything to evolve already. Yeah, that's, that's so true. I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's difficult to go back to that, but... Cause they don't have that in Alpha and Omega, do they? They do. They do? Yeah. Okay, it's no, from good. Gen 6 onwards. They brought okay. that in. So the experience share works the way it does now mm-hmm. from, from Gen 6. I mean, I do like it. I think it's just made Pokemon just like far more accessible to newer players. It, may, it makes it more accessible and it makes it, like, even for us, people who have been playing it for years, yeah. it's just less of a chore. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Like, we work. We don't have time to, like, spend cool. hours grinding. Like, yeah, we really used don't. to when we were kids. Exactly. Exactly. And even when I was a kid, I hated it. Oh, yeah. Even <laughs> because, like... I don't mind grinding in games where the combat is, like, really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Like, Kingdom Hearts, I don't mind grinding because the combat is just enjoyable. But Pokemon, there's only so much, that, like, gratification you can get mm-hmm. from going, like, running around in a circle in a bush. Yeah. And then smashing the A button. I think I really enjoyed grinding in, like, um, Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, that was good as well. Yeah, I just, like... Killing and blittering everything with like some amazing moves and different skill set and different weapons. It just made things so interesting. I'm not gonna lie, one of my favorite things in Dragon Quest Eleven is using the horse to run things over because you see them all get like it's just weirdly satisfying. You just like batter them off yeah. into the distance and they're just there like rolling away. It's so satisfying. That was so good, especially like the lump shamans. <laughs> yeah. You just see them just roll away. It's like what like, you know that giant field which is like outside of the castle. Oh yeah. I used to just go like zigzagging and just go <laughs> mowing them down. Like I would I would go out of my way to mow down things. I hundred percent the same exact same thing. It's such a great game. It's nice that we have like a virgin level of thinking. We both hit the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's we we both have that sadistic urge of like yeah, like I like the pain I'm seeing on that monster. <laughs> it's just funny because they go flying away. It really, really fucking is. Though. That's the thing. It's beautiful. I wish more games had that kind that kind of mechanic where you can sneak up on things and like I thought. So you know when I was playing, I played Dragon Quest Eleven. And then going back to Pokemon Sword and Shield, mm. uh, where like the enemies spawn in a similar way, don't they? Mm. But I kept riding my bike into things, and they wouldn't die. And I was yeah. like, ah. Yeah, it's not the same. You should not... like knock. It should be like like a false swipe. Yeah. Let's say like, knock a thing down to one HP. That'd be amazing. Then perfect to catch. Just like the Pokemon. Wait, it starts off on like minus a hundred happiness. It's like why? <laughs> because you hit me with a bike, you prick. <laughs> Just like crippled it. <laughs> you hit me with a bike, you absolute prick. And Nurse Joy's like, what did you do to it? <laughs> this low pony can't walk properly now. What have you done? This Mappadash will never walk again. <laughs> pulls out the gun. Yeah. <laughs> Putting down the Rapidash. The horse hospital. Ah, yes. That's right. Where Ra- were we? <laughs> Rapidash becoming glue. Fire, fiery, fiery glue. Pokemon glue. Pokemon glue. Um, so... What else is there to talk about when it comes to the remix? So, in terms of the uh, underground, I think there's oh, a yeah. fair bit to talk about in that. So, I'm really like 
when I first started playing it, I never really fucked with the underground in the original. Yeah, like, I, I was telling you, like, how good the underground was in terms of, like, catching different Pokemon, because I managed to get you, like, a uh, Waltz from there and a few others. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, it's... When I figured out there's, like, a method to undigging un- things, yeah. I suddenly became addicted to digging things. Um, when I was playing... I originally played Diamond and Pearl on the DS... Like, I spent, like, hours digging things. Like, I, I literally, I got, like, stones. I got, like, evolution stones. I got plates. <laughs> I never used the fucking gems. I got, hot, like, I had, like, a million hot scales. <laughs> I fucking loved it. It's so addictive. It really is. It really is so addictive. It's like, it's like the noise, the feedback is yeah. just perfect. I think the underground in itself might just be, like, its own game, and it's I'd really be happy. Neat. It's it, really neat. It's kind of like, it's like, it's like Animal Crossing, where it's like, you're doing a chore, but you, it's just very satisfying. You missed your calling as a coal miner. I really did, didn't <laughs> I? Yeah, except for, you know, I, I like my lungs. Yeah, that's a very good point. I feel like asthma and coal mining don't really mix together. You never know. No. No. <laughs> you're the medical professional. I don't feel like you should be... Like Zane, go to the mines. <laughs> go to the mines. We need you to go to the mines to cure your asthma. But I'm loving the underground. I'm loving like the random things because it's cool that they they brought elements of the the last game into mm. the underground. So it's like we have random encounters back as the main form of encounter on the overworld. Yeah. And in the main run, because that's how it was in the original. Mm-hmm. But in this, in the underground, everything is you walk into it. Yeah, you got some roaming, which is quite cool. Mm. I mean, it's a great way to make some meet some rare Pokemon. I mean, the re- reason I went to the underground so early on is because I wanted a Gardevoir. Yeah. And, yeah, so I went to the underground, caught a couple of, like, nice Pokemon, sent them to you. We both got Lick Lickies very, very, <laughs> very, very quickly, didn't we? You caught... How many Gibbles did you catch? A box full. A box full? Yeah. How many is in a box? Like, 30. Oh, my God. And they all called Nibbler. How many Pokemon in a box? It's more than that. It's more than that, isn't it? Like, quite a bit. Yeah, probably. Anyway. What, I, what? We, we only had two which were, like, decent IV, um, natures. I like to think that they were all, like, from the same mother. <laughs> and, and one day there was just two, like, one left. And, like, what happened to all my babies? You said, I'm going to go home and just release all of them now. <laughs> just, like, release a plague of gibbles. It's like, I don't need any of these. But, yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, like I said, that's the only reason I went down there. So I can get, um, get a waltz. But, like, you find so many rare Pokemon there, and it's fantastic. And it's a great place to grind as well, because the Pokemon, like, whatever level you are, the Pokemon seem to be, like, a few levels above you or mm. around around the same amount. So it's a good place to grind as well. It really is. It's cool that they're a little bit above you, but then I think it was a little bit overtuned, if that makes sense, because mm. because it's a bit too easy. It makes it too easy to overgrind yeah, for yeah. the gym that you're at. No, that's very true. I kind of wish that they capped it the other way around, so it was, like, it was capped at the level of the gym yeah. instead of above. Yeah, yeah, that would probably wouldn't bet probably would have been a better more manageable idea yes because the way they've done it is like what if you're if the gym leader has a pokemon that's like max level 31 32 then the pokemon in the underground will be like 37 yeah no that's a good point and even if you're battling them and catching them you're going to shoot up past 37 quite quickly i mean it's a good way if you're struggling to level up your shit team that you're trying to like yeah the backup then it's probably a good way to level that up i guess Hmm. but yeah I mean, it's they're quite interesting, like scenes as well. So you've got like ice, ice kind of underground levels. You've got like the fire magma ones. The you've got a grassy one. You've crystal got like a tavern. crystal tavern kind of one. Yeah, it's quite interesting. 
it's cool. It's uh, you see like the appropriate type of Pokemon in mm. those. I'm so sick of the uh, the grass one and the the spacious cave. Yeah, they're I, they're very very. You see them a lot. <laughs> you see them a lot, and you see like the same. It's like the, the Scroopies and the the yep. fucking Combi. Like you, you end up seeing Pokemon which are just way too higher level for the type of Pokemon it is. Yeah, it's like you oh, should no. you should not have survived this long. No, it, yeah, exactly. You're like, why why am I all of a sudden encountering a level fifty Hoot Hoot? There's <laughs> <laughs> a you saw Tudors right. Yeah, yeah. It's like level forty-two, and I've noticed. There, there should it. have been some sort of like natural selection going on there. That like we did this one out. Yeah, like at least make it a Noctowl or something. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sick of the low-level Pokemon being in there because they don't even they don't provide much, do they? No, they don't. Or like mm-hmm. Badoo. you always see like level forty-something Badoos in the in the later level grass areas. Like, who allowed like, this? Who authorized this? <laughs> yeah, who let this happen? This is a crime against nature. It really is. But yeah, it's a good place to get rare Pokemon. Hmm. Which I thought was a nice touch. It is, it is. That's where I caught my Elekid. But then it sucks, isn't it? Because you're, you're looking for the rare Pokemon. And then it's like, they're not the one, the very specific one that you yeah. need. That has the item that you need. But, but they have the mechanic. So this is an interesting mechanic that I actually, I fully tried to learn. And I feel like I've got a pretty good understanding of. So, <laughs> you, when excavating, will unearth boxes. These boxes yep. will have different statues of Pokemon that enhance the likelihood of that type of Pokemon. Not that type of Pokemon, but that type of, like type of Pokemon. So, like, if there's uh, a Golem and a Gligar, then you're more likely to spawn a ground type. Yeah. And what's quite cool is when you're playing online, you can, you're you're more likely to get, like, a, a special times, shiny time kind of thing. And you go around and unearthing in, in, in the walls, they have shiny statues. And those shiny statues enhance the ray of very rare Pokemon showing up. Mm-hmm. So I literally just filled a secret base full of shiny statues. And Have you got anything shiny? Everything. Everything. It, no, no, no. So it doesn't spawn shiny Pokemon. It just spawns the lowest encounter encountered rate of that room. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. It's it's very tedious in, mm. when it comes to like the trying to get your head so around I've, it. I've got a fair few of those, to be honest. They're just like shiny statues. It's worth just putting them all in one room mm. and then just being like, well, fuck it. Because I literally, I, I filled out the room. I didn't have enough space for like one Magmor- Magmorta statue because it's so fat. And uh, I... I uh, literally, like, walked out of the room, went into the, the Crystal Tavern one, and there was, like, the rarest one already there. And I was like, ah, cool. What, what uh, was it? Um, i trying to think. It's like, that's how I caught the Giraffe Rig, that's how I caught the Smoochum, that's how I caught Elekid. Oh, that's really cool. Um, that's how I caught Munchlax. That's really cool. Yeah, so it's, it's literally just to enhance the rate of the lowest encountered Pokemon in those rooms. That's really neat. I'm glad you're able to do something like that. To be honest, I, I've managed to get quite a few, like, those shiny statues. So I think I might probably try to make more use of them. Yeah, definitely. Just put them all in one room. And then people will walk in and be like, what the fuck? I mean, like, I've got, like, a few dragon ones as well. So I might just try and make the most of those. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, I'm not sure whether the dragon Pokemon I really want, though. But I think you can get, like, Bagon and, like, yeah. a few others. To get Salamence. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'm not sure if I might go through leveling up this fucking bag until I get elements. Yeah, I mean, you've already if you already got Garchomp, you don't really need it. Yep, yeah, we both have Garchomp. Exactly, because I had um, I remember my Gen Three team, my Auras team. Yeah. Was like, fucking nuts. I had the elements in there alongside like Latias and and Tyranitar, and it was just like a I was a Metagross, and you know what I mean. It was just like a ridiculously overpowered team. overpowered team. Yeah. But it's all Pokemon that level, like that get into their final evolution very late on. Mm. But what can you do? 
Well, so that team must have died early on very quickly mm. until you got until you got the final levels. Then you got the final levels. It does the same thing in like Ultra Sun as well because mm. you can catch uh, Matang and and Lavatar in the wild in those yeah. games. So yeah, it was just like put them in the team and then they're in the background sometimes. And then, nice. But anyway, uh, what else is there to talk about these Pokemon games? I have. I was thinking about post game. Mm. I'm interested to see how they've done the events because I've not read anything about that yet. I've not read anything about that yet, and I wonder if they're going to do like a Oras where they actually in, like implement a new story. Mm. Because that's when you, if you know played Oras, um, they actually give you like a a story after you beat the Elite Four, and it's to do with Rayquaza. Oh. Oh, that's when you go to space. Yeah, yeah. and you fight Deoxys. Yeah. And it's really cool. Like that's, that's a, That does sound cool as fuck. It is really that's cool. That's something a childhood me would have fucking loved. I'm not going to lie, because I didn't know it was a thing. And mm. then when I played Oras for the first time, uh, or Megarubi for the first time, I was like, yo, this is so cool. Like, and I'm fucking flying on Rayquaza. That does sound badass as fuck. But the be- one of the best features of that game is you can uh, summon Latios from anywhere, and you can oh, fly probably. around with it, yeah. That's cool as well. And like, I was kind of hoping that it would be a feature in every Pokemon game from that point. Yeah, that would have been awesome. That you literally, like, manually fly to different islands and stuff. It was so cool, and it sucks it never came back. Mm, that's a shame. Um, oh, uh, talking about features that have come back, sort of. How are you finding about being able to walk with any Pokemon? It's cool, isn't it? Really neat. I th- I'm not sure if it made a difference, but like... It doesn't make a Because like, I feel like my Togepi, like, it b- happiness got boosted quite quickly when I was mm. walking with it. My... Uh, what was the one I was trying to boost? It was uh, Azeril. Yeah. It took fucking ages to boost the happiness Maybe it just hated you. It really did. It must have... It's because it's so slow as well, because yeah. it bounces everywhere and not walks. Yeah, that was the same as Togepi. Like, it'd have to it'd just disappear and then reappear <laughs> out of Pokeball again. I kind of felt sorry for it, but I was like, fucking just one. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's it's a nice feature. It's it it's nice when your Pokemon walk walk with you. I gotta say, I I was seeing some glitches where people, um, did it so the Pokemon that you're walking with, um, basically there to scale with basically what the Pokedex entry says. Okay. So there's like a Shellos which is tiny. <laughs> and there's a fucking Wailord, which is like, <laughs> which just takes up the whole screen basically. Basically takes up the whole screen. <laughs> That's amazing. I uh I was walking around a lot with like my starter when I first got that feature. Oh yeah. But then now it's just kind of like walking around with whatever I need to level up the happiness out of convenience, basically. Oh, I can't find an image. Yeah, I thought that was fucking hilarious. But I did get Togekiss in the end, so I got Togekiss and Azur- Azumarill. Nice. So but both of which you know like you need you are very useful like mm. fairy types and Az- Azumarill's amazing man. But it's such a good type coverage. It's type coverage, but also it's but its abilities uh, huge power. Which, um, it means that all its attack stat is doubled. That's awesome. Yeah, so all of its physical attacks, they just double in power, and they, it kills everything. So like, That's such a beast. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, they, they turn one of the most pathetic Pokemon into, like, the, the fucking dragon-killing lord. It's, it's Waterfall physical. Waterfall's the only physical water move, right? Uh, Aquatail. Aquatail as well. It learns Aquatail, it learns Play Rough, um, it learns... Like superpower as well, so it's like he's just got like the beefiest fucking Azumarill ever. Just like beats the shit out of everything into submission. It's it is pretty nuts. It's like they went. It's like they went and made Azumarill like Super Saiyan kind of thing. Nice. <laughs> so it's Very it's nice. pretty it's pretty nice. So that'll be useful for like coming up against the dragon. Is there a dragon gym leader in this one? Oh, uh, there's a Garchomp at the end. I think that's the only dragon that comes up. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think there's much... This is the yeah. only dragon... It's Cynthia, isn't it? Yeah. I always get Cynthia and Claire mixed up, but it's Cynthia, and Cynthia's the one with the Garchomp. Cynthia's the one with the blonde hair. Yeah. They're both blonde hair, aren't they? Hmm? They're both the blonde hair. 
Claire is red hair. Is it? Claire has red hair, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Or she has blue, blue hair. One of the two. I just remember not liking her. <laughs> yeah, blue. Blue, yeah. And she's got the dragon eyes. Yeah, yeah. that's it, yeah. yeah. That's Claire. She's spelled Claire, C-L-A-I-R, which is like so wrong. Yeah, because there's no E at the end. Yeah. Oh, that's strange. Weird. <laughs> Claire and Lance related. Maybe her full name is like Eclair? Her cousin is Lance. I thought they were like brother and sister. They're cousins. <laughs> Dragon cousins. Dragon cousins. Whatever that means. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think in terms of Pokemon, the Pokemon remakes, like, is there anything else you want to add? Not really. I think that coverage covers everything. Yeah, maybe we can do like a we can we can do once we both hit the post assessment. game. Yeah, we can do the post game assessment in like the what are we playing bit. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever we get there, sounds good. Yeah, it's it's, it's funny because this is like the longest it's ever taken me to beat a Pokemon game. Yeah, very much. I've had to play important hold, play important hold, same. play important hold. Yeah, exactly. Same here, man. Life is so busy nowadays. Is that is the most like you've grown up kind of realization I've ever had? Where it's like you just can't beat a Pokemon game in like two three days anymore. Yeah, it's a damn shame. But hey ho, at least we're earning money. At least we're earning money, and they pay for more Pokemon games down the line. Of course. I ended up. I still need to play Metroid Dread. I I I, I at least I took it out of the wrapper. Nice. <laughs> I think. I and mean, we've got Pokemon Arceus out. It's gonna be coming out next month. Is it? Jeez, is that already next month? I think so, yeah. I thought it's like February. God, I think it might be February now you mention it. Yeah. I don't know if it's January, but fuck me, it's already 2022, basically. Life goes by so quickly. It really does. Pokemon Arceus comes out January 28th. Ooh. That's plenty of time to complete uh, Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. To get your fix. Oh, yeah. I'm never going to complete it, but I'll definitely... I always get, like, a stage where I'm like, cool, I'm done. Yeah. I don't need to play anymore. I'm probably just going to get as far as Elite Four and then maybe do the events and that's it. I'll definitely do the events, but I probably will get really frustrated trying to catch, like, Cresselia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I, it's a roaming legendary, it'd piss me off. Yeah, I think I'm probably just going to save the Master Ball for Cresselia and then use Ultra Balls for everyone else. What is... Is Cresselia the only roaming legendary? Because I'm assuming the dogs are as well. Oh, and and the, the birds. because yeah, you get the dogs and I get the birds. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like we're going to war. <laughs> you get the dogs, I'll get the birds, and we'll fuck everyone up. Let's see who wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, are we going against war against each other? I thought it was against each other. Okay. You I'm get like, the dogs, I'll get the birds, <laughs> we'll, we'll see who wins it. <laughs> I was about to say, because if it's against everyone else, then it sounds like we're going, we're like a plague. Like, Zane, <laughs> Amrick. How did you guys go to jail? Dog and bird fighting. <laughs> dog and bird war. <laughs> it was like war of the dogs and birds. Sorry, war of the dogs and birds. Is that where my puppy went? Yes, they were all they were all summoned. Casualties in the mass dog and bird war of twenty twenty one. That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come, my canine companions. Now we take him down. <laughs> like, Fly, my pretties. <laughs> <Fly>. <laughs> Go like for the eyes. <laughs> your birds are just like swooping down, dropping rocks on the bombs, and like the, even though they're pebbles, they hit the ground and they explode. <laughs> oh god, and bits of dog flying everywhere. I think my birds will probably win. Birds will probably win. Yeah, it depends on the where where the fight is. Unless your dogs learn rock throw. Yeah, unless the dogs learn to rock throw. What if? Or electric moves. What if there's like a or electric? What if the dogs? What what if the dogs like throw the other dogs? Throw the other dog. <laughs> well, what if the dogs like there's a there's a dog and a bird that fall in love, and like it's like the Romeo and Juliet of. No. It sounds like it's against nature. You can't allow it. 
Can't allow it, yeah. We have to take him down. Yeah, we have to take him down. But then the dog and the birds rise up and kill us and send us to, or send us to jail. Yeah, like, why are we fighting? Why do we do this to each other? Sane and Amrick and their stupid podcast. Watch the latest episode. Listen to the latest episode of Train of Ambivalence. <laughs> episode, episode 25. Dog and bird war <laughs> resolution. That's that's a solid name for this episode. I'm absolutely calling this episode. I don't think it's episode 25, though. Let me just double check. Just call it episode 25. I don't want to do that because I want to like make sure we're in... We're in I don't want to confuse Doug, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. Can't confuse Doug. He gets, he gets confused. Uh, we're on episode 24. Oh, wait, man, you really had that on. Yeah, it was on episode 24. So, so to be fair, what we could do is record a mini episode after this episode and pretend that's episode 24. We could. We are not that organised. We're not that organised, but no. we could. But, you know. Either way, we settled on a name for this one, and that's... Uh... The Great Dug and Bubble. Dug and Bird War. <laughs> but um, in terms of your birds, I don't think the legendary birds win. I don't know, because what? It's how Ente... No, because they match each other in type, don't they? Suicune Entei Raikou, ho ho But you got nothing that can take down the electric type. Hmm. Suicune can take down Entei, and then... Um... No, because they're both dogs. Oh, so your dogs aren't fighting, but... I thought your dogs were trying to take down each other. No, okay. no, no. So... So, in terms of the birds, Raikou could take down Moltres and Articuno. And the only one left is is Zapdos. Yeah. And then Zapdos, I'm assuming, at least, like... Since we couldn't, could use, like, an ice beam or something. Yes, we can use lens, like, Aurora Beam. At yeah. Least, at least lens Aurora Beam. Yeah, Aurora Beam. Yeah. So that would probably be it. Yep, that'd be the end of my birds. <laughs> and that'd be the end of the birds. And then Raikou can also use fire against Articuno. Articuno's the worst bird, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, it gets hyped up a lot, but it's very much the worst bird. I used to call it Farticuno when I was there. <laughs> I used to, used to name it Farticuno. Nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a really depressed, like, really depressed, like, really depressed, like, bird in one of your, like, old Pokemon games just sitting there. Aww. Aww. It's, uh... <laughs> I like the way it's like, uh... I am the great Articuno, and I have hated your call. I will be your partner now until the end of time. What shall you call me? Aww. Farticuno. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that's good. I think in terms of the Pokemon games, that is good. I am yeah, I happy. I think that wraps everything up for the Pokemon games, yeah. Mm, yeah, a nice, succinct episode about the Pokemon games, I think. Pokemon should, games. Should we call it there, then? Uh, well, uh... Do we have that third segment we sometimes have? Amrix Anime Corner, do you have anything for anime? Amrix um, Anime Corner. Um, or round up, depending on how I feel. Um, not much, really. Um, I have finished Naruto. I'm now on Shippuden. The curse has been broken. Shippuden. Yeah, I'm now... Yeah, so I finished all the filler on fucking Naruto. Okay. God fucking damn it, that took fucking piss. <laughs> um, I, literally, I think that took, like, fucking three months. So, Naruto, the ending of Naruto is just... It, what actually happened? Like, does anything canonical happen at all? Yeah, so basically he goes off to with his master to basically for training. Hmm. And then we pick up, like, two, three, two, three years later where he's actually um, come back to the Leaf Village. And oh, he's ready to go find Sasuke and take down the Katsugi or whatever they're fucking called. And yeah. So Sasuke is a good guy. Well, he's... He's, he's a hero. He's a good guy, but he's gone off with an evil guy because he wants to get stronger to take down his brother. Okay, it's and a, it's his, a his brother thing. is Naruto. 
No, his brother's not Naruto. Okay. I don't... That's his lover. Okay, I don't know anything about Naruto. No, that's... Naruto is his lover. So Naruto is training to become a better Naruto. Yes. And the ti- Naruto is not the name, but the title of the ninja. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm just really glad I finished all the filler. I'm now like twenty episodes into Shippuden, and it is going really. It's really really enjoyable. It sounded like you were about to go. It is okay. <laughs> it's, it's really enjoyable compared to like how bad the filler was for Naruto. So really enjoying it so far. Is it is it one of those like Stockholm syndrome kind of situations where? The filler for Naruto was so bad to you, yeah. but you just couldn't go away. And now, like, Shippuden treats you a little bit better, so you think it's really good. But yeah, in, in, in reality... Yeah, which is one of those situations. In reality, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's right. And it was one of those situations where the guy who wrote the manga isn't a pedophile, so I was happy to f- finish it off. What is that in reference to? That's, um... Fuck. Rurouni Kenshin. Okay. Yeah. Rurouni Kenshin is one of your other favourites. Oh, I liked it, then I found out the guy's a pedophile. And is that still now, going? No. Well, it's finished, but, like, it came out, like, the 90s, early 2000s. Okay. And I've got, like, 23 episodes left, but he's a pedophile and don't want to finish it. So it's just there on my laptop for the last year and a half. When did you find he was a pedophile? About a year and a half ago. <laughs> and is that when you... Stopped watching it. <laughs> but did you find out he was a pedophile? Like, did it only... Did the surf... Did the revelations only surface last year? Or is it, like, he was no. a pedophile since the 90s and you just no. didn't know? Yeah, I just didn't know. You just didn't know? Yeah, I didn't know. So you watched, like, half... You watched, like, 80% of his pedophile series. Yep. And supported it, well, not really, but you know what I mean. Basically. You may as well finish it at this point. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like him being a pedophile affects the I mean, like, anime. I don't actually buy any of these animes. I've, yeah. kind of, I've like, downloaded all of them, so I'm not exactly supporting them, so. If anything, you're, you're sticking, like, a, a digital middle finger at them. I guess so. That's yeah. one way to look at it. But I've got, like, 23 episodes left or so, so probably could finish it at some point. Might have put my New Year's resolution to finish all really Kenshin, because it's been a year and a half, but we'll see. But you, uh... You're just going to have it, like, in the back of your mind, like, this guy's a pedophile, this guy's a pedophile. Yep. <laughs> is, that, is that what that is? Yep. Okay. But, okay, I can kind of see where that yeah. goes. I mean, it's one of those things as well, like, he was, like, brought up on pedophile, like, charges, and then once he, like, paid his fucking whatever he fucking had to pay in terms of, like, what they call it? A fine. Fine. Yep, yeah, that's it. Once he paid his fine, he's pretty much walking back in, like, by, with open arms back to, like, shouldn't jump. It was just a fine? Very much so. Huh? Yeah, it's just like a fine slap on the wrist, and that's it. He got a fine for yeah. being a pedo. Yep. But, like, in Japan, to be a pedo, they have to be really young. Because the age of consent is 13 there. Yeah, it's so fucked up. So he would literally have had to molest an, a child child. Oh, well, he had, like, child por- He's owning, like, child pornography. And that is called Rayoni Kenshin. No. no. <laughs> is it like that you've been watching like eighty percent child porn and you just never realise it? It's like after afterwards you after after the revelation surface you're like, oh shit, this has been child porn the whole time. No, it's it's like a samurai story. I think like it's like translated as like samurai love story. <laughs> but yeah. It's like it's it's like it had some like some really like solid acts as well. <laughs> like it's like it's like all about fucking like kind of like politics and like samurai era and it's quite bloody and quite gory and. So you know how they always like it's uh, years and years later people have realized that like the Matrix was a trans metaphor, mm-hmm. was really Kenshin a pedo metaphor the whole time and you just never realized. Looking on back on looking <laughs> back on those episodes, no, <laughs> I say family no. <laughs> It was like his inner pedophile breaking out in 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 the in the samurai. Not if, not unless there's like the sword of euphemism for and the killing people's like a euphemism, but I don't think he's gone that deep. It's like somebody getting their neck chopped, 
is a euphemism for... That's not good. I don't want to go there yet. I feel like the podcast is not ready. I don't feel like... I feel like uh, Airwaves is not going to sponsor us if we start these kind of... Yeah, exactly. If we start pondering on these sorts of things. Unless our product is so good. <laughs> I somehow doubt it. Airwaves is like, if you really need something to give to lure in the kids and you don't have sweets, Airwaves is a decent enough. <laughs> you get the... I think that's uh, about wraps it up for my anime band up corner. <laughs> that, was, that was like 20% about anime. Um, 80% about pedophilia. Yes. That's about right. Yeah, that about wraps it up. Yeah. Um, and so, next segment, I guess, uh, which is usually the final segment. Uh, what have you been playing recently? I know you're busy. <laughs> Diamond and Pearl. Diamond and Pearl, is that it? Yeah, I mean, I finished off um, Ghost of Shashima. Yeah. How did you find the ending? Quite good. I mean, I, I did feel quite bad. I did basically kill his uncle. Did you kill him? Yep. Yeah, him. I chose. I chose to kill him as well. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense. Like, oh, made as well. Yeah. Like, Samurai's kill him. May as well. It's like may as well, and also it's like his last bit of honor kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. like a last homage to his honor. Yeah, very much so. So thought, yeah, kill him, end it all, and then like I kind of just wander around his little cabin for like all the little memories that he's got. Did that you was quite sweet. do the DLC? No, I'm gonna probably save that for a bit and go back to it. I think. So do you know? Did so so Jin? I thought they were hinting at like Jin and the ninja you know? lady, like a love story kind of thing. Yeah, I really she, thought so. She just fucks off. Yeah, she just fucks off. I was kind of a bit gutted about that because I was hoping like, yeah, they can live together, and be yeah. happy, yeah, and support each other and like love each other. They both deserve happiness. No, that he's they're, like, they're, they're just like nah. Nah, yeah, exactly. I need to go fight. Okay, I need to go fight too. My favorite, my easily my favorite bit of all of Ghost of Tsushima, is whenever you go up to, um, whenever you get a standoff, and he just goes, "Fight me, fight me." I used to like, I used to get really offended when like I'm calling the horse, yeah. instead of calling the horse by his name, he's just like horse. horse. I was like, <laughs> we named him. We named the fucking horse. <laughs> horse. And then, and then the horse fucking dies. Yeah. So the horse dying. So did did you get? So okay. So the best bit about the DLC. Right. <laughs> no, no, I'm like, I'm like, oh my, I was like, oh my god, the horse has been shot by the arrows. It's still good. It's still good. He could get medicine. <laughs> the horse is getting weaker. It's still good. It's still good. He could be. He could be alive. You're like in the horse denial. Is on the floor. You can get back up. You can get back up. <laughs> you never got back up. Yeah. No, it's but you know what? It's, especially because you name it. Yeah. It fucking kills you inside. Doesn't it? I got the black horse and I named it Sora Sky. Yeah, I, I got I got the white horse and named it Sora. Oh, yeah, I named it Sky. So it was a nice kind of like just a position kind of thing. Mm. And then like it dies. I'm just like, son of a bitch. Did you get your second horse? Did you call it Nobu? Um, I think I called it Kage. So it's Shadow. Yeah, mine's, mine's Nobu. But the best thing about it, by far the best thing about it. Right. So because I had like the enhanced edition thing, whatever it was for the PS5. Yeah, same. Um, when you when you go up to the stable, it's like you have unlocked Digital Deluxe Horse. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, I really want to call it Digital Deluxe Horse. <laughs> and I was hoping Jin would say, Digital Deluxe Horse, come! <laughs> and and it was like the brown horse kind of thing, the, like the shiny one. I think it was a brown horse, but in the sunlight, it looked yellow. <laughs> it looked yellow, yeah. yeah. It was, it was, but I, I got that one. I got the Digital Deluxe Horse. I never used the Digital Deluxe. I just ignored it. <laughs> I, it's because it's called the Digital I Deluxe felt, Horse. I felt quite bad about ignoring it, but I was like, no. Nah. It's called the digital deluxe horse. I was like, I need to have this horse. <laughs> digital deluxe horse. I wanted to, I really wanted to call it the digital deluxe no, horse. I left it. It's somewhere there roaming around like the hours of Shushma. <laughs> it's just like, you paid for me. 
you paid for me. Ride me. <laughs> Ride me. <laughs> but then I took it on to the next island with me, and, you know, it was good. Did you play the DLC? Like the I am going to go into the DLC, icky. but I've not played it at Icky Islands. What's the DLC like? It's Icky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's an interesting backstory. A little bit more flavour to the backstory of Jin. And uh, it, the island itself is like everything is like the third island in terms of challenge. Okay. But it's really good. And uh, the actual the actual story is pretty compelling, like mm. the original. And it's got like a bit of a mirroring kind of situation with the, with the main story where like it's broken up a little bit into different acts. And that sounds really cool. It, it's a great stuff. Like how, I, how long do you think it is? About... Six, seven hours? It's not that long. Oh, cool. When I was playing through it, I think I did just kind of zoom through the whole thing because I, I wanted to be done with Ghost. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to play the DLC, liberate Icky, and then call it a day. Yeah, I do kind of want to just get everything out of the way with it, to be honest. Yeah. Do you get any more kind of armor sets in? Yeah. You get, more, you get more armor and you get more, um, uh, a bit more, one more power. That's really cool. Because mm. I'm missing that last power, and I'm, I've kind of just noticed it when I've like logged on like on Saturday. Oh that god, missing. Is it a good one? Yeah. So that that is it's, it's, it's okay power, but when I was playing the main story, I didn't realize it was the DLC power. Yeah. And it was bothering the shit out of me. I was like, why is that one still on? Like, mm. I'm, I'm at the final boss. Why is it still a locked power? Why do I still have not enough like uh, skill things to to unlock all of the skill tree and shit mm. like that? Also, you don't get you don't get any like achievements for doing the whole skill tree. No, you don't. It kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. But yeah, um, I've like maxed out all my armors and all pretty much everything. And yeah. The armor sets look cool as fuck. They all look so cool, but it's like the only one I want to put on is the Traveler's one because it clears up more fog. Oh, yeah. Well, towards the end, I kind of just gave up on clearing all the fog because I realized if I just complete all the fucking... Um, Missions. If I completed all the fucking um, settlements... Yeah. If I cleared all those out, we just wipe out all the fog anyway. Yeah, it like it explodes, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just gonna do that instead. It was it was a good time. I I really enjoyed Ghost of Tsushima in general. Me too. Like really, I really did. I'm glad I played it. I probably will never play it again until like I'm really old. Mm. <laughs> but I I haven't had a good time. But, yeah, uh, same too. I'm definitely really glad I played it. Really yeah. worth the money, and I'm glad I went for the um, um, PS5 version. Paid what twenty pounds extra for it? Yeah, it's it's one of those. I was already halfway through the game, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll, I'll upgrade. Why not?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, now that I'm done with that, I'm just playing through, as you said, Diamond and Pearl, and then I want to get through like like a dragon, and uh, yeah, give that a go properly. You're really gonna love like a dragon. It's so good. Uh, I mean, you can you can play in English. The voice acting's incredible. Yeah. It's it's one of those like because the English makes it even funnier, isn't it? When yeah. they they sound a bit strange as well. Yeah. I I'll play like a dragon. It's just the, my problem at the moment is like I don't have enough time, and I know what will happen is I'll get into like a dragon, and I'll be like, I'll start forsaking things I really need to do mm. to play like a dragon, like I did with Persona. Yeah. So it's like this time I'm just gonna you know play Pokemon, which I can play a lot more casually, and then and then just see how things go for a bit. But I realize this is like the trapping of being an adult gamer. Mm. Is like you just get too busy, and all of a sudden you're like, "Man, I wish I had time to just play an RPG and dedicate fifty hours to it." Oh man, that was that was like the top, that was like the life, just playing hours. <laughs> I'm kind of annoyed at myself that when I was younger, I didn't play more RPGs. Yeah, I kind of wish I played more when I was like chilling and just like not doing not much. doing anything exactly. Yeah. You know, so I, I've said it before, but I feel like RPGs 
RPGs are like a very solid antidepressant. Oh, they're just so immersive, mm. and it's such a great reward system as well. It's just like into instant gratification. I think it's the numbers. Yeah. You see the numbers go up, and you're like, yeah. I'm achieving something. Yeah, yeah, you, I'm achieving something on like a miniature scale, and like slowly, slowly, I'm building up. I wish if, if, if real life maths, mm. like real life maths GCSE, had some sort of RPG mechanic, I'd probably have done really well in GCSE. You do, you do realize that the first season of Big Bang Theory, mm. they have an episode about this. Do they? Yeah. Basically, Penny's, like, super depressed because she's not getting anywhere with, like, her work life. She gets introduced to World of Warcraft, gets insanely powerful, insanely really good, develops an entire life to just playing World of Warcraft, and then it's just giving out all the gratifications she needs in her life. <laughs> but, yeah. I did, I've never watched... <laughs> I've never watched that show. Not worth it. Not worth it? No. No. I'll, I'll, there's that. I need, to, I need to get through Seinfeld. It's still on Netflix, and I need to finish off Curb, and I need to... Um, I've, as you can see my board over there like I've got quite a few TV shows I need to get through but I feel like Jiu-Jitsu would probably take a bit of a press, uh, pressing uh, priority I mean, if you could do Jiu-Jitsu to be fair you don't even need to do Jiu-Jitsu I mean like if you were happy to see the movie with me because it's like a prequel anyway okay so like the, I think the movie comes out in like December but like 20, it's like Christmas yeah it's like December 24th but I'm not sure if it's going to come out to the UK until like a little bit afterwards we'll so go you got, so you've got a bit of time to watch Jujutsu until then let's go yeah is Kill the Kill good? weird weird yeah weird in an anime way or weird in general? weird in an anime way weird that I'm surprised that that guy's not a beautiful <laughs> okay okay oh okay yeah right okay so yeah. it's not a reunique engine but it's like a yeah okay Actually, it might be a PFR. It could be. A lot of people are, mm. as it turns out. <laughs> Let me just Google this. Kill. Oh, kill. But um, I'll get through that. I'm watching... I, I, I just got so many things to get through in terms of watching, but I've just not been doing any of them. Oh, but yeah. I really want to catch up on Demon Slayer. And, um, like, actually catch up on it, like, week yeah, to week. Yeah, same, actually. I really want to get through that. Because you know what day it gets released? No, I don't. I have no idea either. So I don't know, like, when the new episode is out. I don't I mean, know. I didn't bother watching the... Um, train arc. The train arc. Because um, I don't want to go through that. No, I... I well, mean, I don't think I'm emotionally strong enough to, like, fucking... What, go one? through his death again. Rengoku. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I wasn't that, like, attached to Rengoku. I, I loved him in the manga. And then he just fucking dies. <laughs> I was about to say, in the anime, it's like he just kind of shows up for the movie and then dies. It doesn't... Not too much of an attachment. Mm. Oh, we played the Dream Demon Slayer game. I don't think we talked about that last time. That was really interesting. That was interesting. It's like yeah. a, a shot-for-shot remake of the Very much anime, so. isn't We were it? kicking ass in that, though. Yeah, it's not hard. No, it's really not hard. <laughs> but I wonder if it's, it's going to be one of those where, like, it ramps up really quickly. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm trying to find out who's pub nope. Kill a kill. Is that the one that Doug watched and he watched a gun kill instead? Yes, yeah, that. <laughs> you told him to watch Kill a Kill and he watched a gun kill. I don't think I recommend Kill a Kill to anybody ever. How did I find it? I don't know. I think I found it because they released that game about it and I was okay. like, Amrick, what's Kill a Kill? And you're like, it's really weird. Yeah, it's really weird. That's the only thing you've ever said about it. It's so fucking weird though. Like, you watch the first three episodes, you're gonna be like, what the fuck? I was like, why did Amrick recommend this? I'm not recommending <laughs> anything. <laughs> why do people keep thinking I've recommended them this anime? <laughs> Your name will forever be tainted with Kill a Kill and associated with Kill a Kill. And it was like, you may as well just rename the show to Amrick Sings Kill a Kill. <laughs> it's weird as fuck. Like, you watch this. Um, and you'll be like, why did Amrick recommend this to me? I'm like, I didn't fucking recommend it to anybody. 
I'm going to tell everybody. He's not got my Emmerich um, Enemies Roundup seal of approval. <laughs> Why? Is it bad? No, it's not bad. It's just... You're, you're watching this like... Huh. It'll be, no, you're watching like... Huh. I wish I was a teenager watching this, not an adult. Because this is weird. I oh. don't feel safe. Okay. I feel like I can revert my mindset to that if needs be. But at the same time, I don't know what you're referring to explicitly. But it sounds sexual, but... Yeah. When you say it, you understand. Okay, I feel like I'm going to have to do a review of Killer Kill at some point on this podcast. Yeah. And I'll be like, well, so Amrik, refer- Amrik uh, recommended Killer Kill, and uh, we, we we all watched it, and now we're disappointed in him. Yeah, like, you're, you're, you're like, talk, calling the police and telling me. <laughs> Amrik's Killer Kill. Yeah. Cool. I think, should we wrap it up? Yeah, I'm happy to wrap it up. Do you think we can get, like, otherwise uh, Killer Kill's, the, the front cover's got, like, two people on it, right? So do you think we can, like, transpose your head onto all the characters you could i wouldn't be very happy <laughs> i want i want somebody to make fan art where it's like they put in the words amrix killer kill. kill yeah so you can put amrix on there amrix on there and it's like killer kill and they just put amrix on top of that amrix 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 that's basically what it would be <laughs> uh, anyway killer kill Amrick's killer kill. Amrick. So the the listeners listening today, uh, remember that your homework is listening to Killer Kill as your recommendation by Amrick. And it's got a seal of approval. I mean it's it's an entertaining anime, don't get me wrong, but it's it's weird. <laughs> Why does everyone keep thinking recommending? <laughs> <laughs> like I've watched it like once, like maybe ten years ago. Really? That long? Yeah. We should all do like a marathon of it together. Like a slumber party, killer kill marathon. Probably ten years, probably like seven years ago, I think. Because I think it came out in like 2013. Okay. I think I may have watched it when it came out. Oh, wow. That doesn't often happen with us. We normally watch things like years and years later. I need to rewatch Full Metal at some point. It's on your hard drive. Yes. Yes, it's on my hard drive. I can watch it whenever I want. I just don't for some reason. But I will, because now it's been recommended by you. The seal of approval. The seal of approval. No, Amwick's... Disappointing gaze. <laughs> okay. Disappointing gaze of approval. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But I think we should get a soundboard, by the way. We should get a soundboard. We'll get a soundboard, put the I don't know Davy dog on it. Put the, I don't know oh, Davy. We should probably tell the listeners before we wrap it up. We did a marathon of all the I don't know Davy episodes of The Simpsons. It turned out there's like six of them. Worth it. It was worth it. Yep. For like two seconds of each episode. Yep. It's so fucking funny, though. I don't know, no, Davy. You're getting pretty fat, Davy. See you, Davy. <laughs> That's a great time. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. It's always been a pleasure. And uh, uh, thank you to to Amrik for coming up and and joining us. I don't normally thank you, do I? No, you don't. No. But I I appreciate your thanks. And thank you to, for recommending Killer Kill to us. We we will all go watch it and and judge you. <laughs> judge you for your recommendation don't call the police on me man I've got shit to do <laughs> <laughs> I've got babies um, but yeah no thanks thanks to ladies and gentlemen for tuning in it's been a good time I uh, hope you are all enjoying your Pokemon saves and, and going out there and digging up fossils in the underground and then doing it in Pokemon 2 and we hope you have a great week ahead yeah yeah it's been great Glad you guys can join us again as usual. Shout again to Doug. Mm-hmm. Probably our one and only. <laughs> I, I would, I would, I would ride or die, bitch. 
without a doubt. Uh, also, I'd like to apologize for putting the whole of the Fortune, Bob, Fortune Teller Baba song at the end of the last episode. I promised that wouldn't happen this time. Um, you say that. You say that, yeah. I should just put the I don't know Davy Dog at the end. Yeah, we should just yeah, put I'm the just gonna, I don't know Davy Dog. I'm just going to put that at the end. Yeah. That's a great use. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna, we're going to do a, a cold ending to every episode now. And we say that, we made a promise on the show, so it's never going to happen again. Oh, yes, that that is the general <laughs> of things, isn't it? But, uh, yeah, have a good time, take care, and see you later. Catch you guys later. Bye. I don't know, Davy. Quiet, you. Oh, you've gotten pretty fat, Davy. <gasps> Let's get it on. See you later, Davy. <laughs>